0: We're going to be talking about cross-country skiing as one of the other things that you can get out and do that's relatively um, inexpensive when compared to other sports. Cross-country skiing uh, is, in the opinion of many, uh, one of the world's best aerobic fitness activities. It involves simultaneous use of your arms and legs, utilizing the ski equipment, including boots, poles, and skis. The primary difference between the cross-country skiing and alpine or downhill skiing is that in cross-country skiing, only the toe of the boot is um, in a binding with the heel free, whereas in alpine skiing and in um, snowboarding, the whole foot is attached to the ski by the binding. Origins of cross-country skiing are in the Scandinavian area 4,000 to 4,500 years ago. It's come a long way from being the sole method of transportation or, um, over snow and ice-bound areas in the north. Let's see. Do you need to be in good shape? What about age or physical problems? Uh, as I said, most people consider it one of the world's best aerobic workouts, but newcomers should not be frightened Um by images of, as they say, sweating figures struggling through the wilderness. Cross-country skiing can be as easy as a pleasant glide through a neighborhood park, or it can be the best overall fitness experience of your life. Go at your own pace, pick a destination, and off you go. That's all there is to it. They say that there is a very quick learning curve, low injury rate. The natural motions of cross-country skiing allow folks of all ages, fitness levels, and interests to participate. They have even toddlers um, just learning to walk can get up and learn to cross-country ski. I uh, also say that because you can cross-country ski just about anywhere with snow, you can match the terrain to suit your fitness level and interests. Medical problems, intimidation factors, and low fitness levels are only rarely uh, obstacle to participating in cross-country skiing. Again, as I've said, and they say, as always, check with your physician before trying any new fitness activity. Let's see, what else can we tell you? Um, Are there complicated equipment requirements? Not really. Um, They have industry-wide cross-country gear is some of the best designed, most affordable outdoor sports equipment available. Before you go skiing, you'll absolutely need the following. Skis with bindings attached, poles, and boots. Most beginner classic skis are waxless. Which means that you just put them on and go. And this makes the ski a little bit slower, but much easier to use compared to the skis that need waxing. Um, let's see what else do they have here. More in depth information on equipment and waxing is available in their waxing and equipment section. For comfort and safety, appropriate active winter sports apparel and some basic accessories, such as sport specific gloves, are a good idea. All of the equipment is available at affordable prices at a number of specific retail stores and mail order firms. Um, What else can we tell you here? There is a difference between packed trails and um, non-groomed trails, I guess for the lack of a better word. Um, They have off-track skiing and packed trails. Packed surfaces, um, your skis will glide much further with classic tracks. You actually have two grooved channels to follow. Off-track ski conditions, on the other hand, are up to the weather and any previous skiers. Sometimes you have beautiful experience with previously skied in tracks, particularly in the spring. You may get to experience cruising on frozen crust stretching to the horizon. On the downside, off-track skiing can feature numerous obstacles, downed trees, swollen rivers, rocks, etc. Then we go on to, let's see... The best way to go skiing for the first couple times um, they have here is head for a commercial cross country ski center where you can rent an equipment package, get a professional lesson and ski on a packed trail for a very reasonable price. Even if you just plan to ski off track, this is a great investment for future enjoyment of the sport. Packed trails make learning or relearning the basic motions a snap and the quality instruction available at most commercial areas will yield benefits for years to come. Usually you can get a package including lessons, trail pass, and rentals for less than the cost of a lift ticket at a major alpine resort. Going onward, then you're looking at equipment. And I'm scrolling to equipment here. And there are many things to to take into um, account here. Cross-country skiing, from what I'm finding, is not as easy as just going out and buying a set of snowshoes, um, as I found with the previous installment of Motivated Women, Um, you need to do a little bit more research on what you're going to be doing skiing, where you're going to be skiing. You need to have somebody really walk through the process of how to fit a specific type of ski for you because there are multiple things to consider. um, One of the things to consider going through the different um, literature I have seen is the width of the ski and the length of the ski. Depending on the type of um, skiing you're going to do, be it on track or off track, will depend on that width of the ski. Um, Some people like shorter um, skis because they um, are a little bit easier and more um, controllable or easier to handle whereas when you get into a longer ski um, you you lose a little bit of that controllability although you gain some speed. So my suggestion after reading through this because even reading through the uh, several articles that I've read is that I'm getting a little bit of a different um, focus from each of them is that around here um, if we do this this winter I'm going to pick a an area, a store that um, I trust, and I'm going to go in and say, what can you show me about fitting skis for me? And go with them, see what they have to say. If they will rent them, that would be great um, because I know not all places will rent skis. If not, asking them where the best places to rent skis are within the area around. Again, getting that expert opinion for something that when you're starting out you don't necessarily know a whole lot about and it's not as easy as just clipping on a pair of snowshoes and just walking through the snow. What I've also found in going through um, some of the winter sports is while they may say that they're affordable compared to other sports, the other thing I think people need to take into consideration is do you truly have the type of winter wear that um, you need to do these sports Um, we all have winter coats and we all have gloves and hats but that might not be the appropriate wear for going snowshoeing or getting out in a set of skis Um, you're going to want a pair of snow pants Um, depending on what type of activity level you're at you may want just your normal bulky pair of snow pants or you may want something more like the trimmer athletic styles that are out there You also are going to want a coat that you can easily move in and, that again, you can build those layers upon um, as you may work up a a good sweat so that you can take those layers off as you get hotter. These specific sports-minded outdoor winter wear pieces of clothing aren't cheap. Uh, I've been looking at a couple different things. A a pair of winter-type athletic pants, can run you anywhere from 80 to 250 bucks. Um, a decent jacket that's fit on the snug side, but it's going to give you um, mobility when you're moving your arms. Again, you're probably going to see maybe at a minimum 150 dollars, going all the way up to three, four hundred dollars, depending on what you're doing. So, if you're looking at overall cost, make sure that when you're planning for what you need. That you, have, that you take into consideration the um, clothing that you have already. You're going to want um, a hat or at least earmuffs. You're going to want um, decent gloves, uh, again, gloves that you can work with. You may consider um, the thermal liners to go with your um, gloves and maybe even um, thermal, thermal liners for your um, boots. Other thing to think about when you're looking at cross or excuse me, the snowshoeing is gaiters, which are protective coverings that go over your boots so that you don't get snow into your boots while you're snow snowshoeing. Um, poles is another thing. Depending on what you want and what you need stability wise, you can spend um, as little as $30, 40 bucks for a pair of poles for um, snowshoeing, or up to you know a hundred bucks or more, depending on what you're looking at. So again, do the research around, around your area and find what's out there to work with. Um, the other main thing I can say from living in a northern climate is you're going to want a decent pair of long underwear with whatever you wear as that base layer. And there are multiple um, options out there. Um, very basic would be doing something like cuddle duds, Um, or you can go high end where you're going into like the body armor type of things where you're going to get warmth and the wickability of the fabric because it's made with the sports person in mind so again be cognizant of what you have already Build. see if you can build from what you have already if you can't build from what you have already then make a you need, you need to make a plan so that you're not going to go out and say, you you know, get that set of snowshoes that's going to be, you know, $80 to $150 low end, but then realize that, oh, I don't have the appropriate outerwear to wear with it, and then you're going to have to go out and make sure you have that before you go out. When you're looking at cross-country skis, um, a lot of the packages that I found were in the neighborhood of around 250 to $300. Again, depending on where you're um, looking at um, these packages, I have seen around my house um, that there is a, um, I don't know what to call it, like a big flea market type of thing that's held at one of the um, areas around here. For us, it's held at State Fair Park where once a year they will hold, um, like I said, kind of like a flea market, where they have new and used packages for skis, and you can get some some things at pretty decent prices. Um, otherwise, looking online, although I would say that if you're looking online, I would at least go... To a place first in person and be fit, so you know exactly what you're going to be looking for when you go online to find out things. Because the problem with online is that you can't try them on, you can't do stuff. So I, I think that it would behoove somebody again to go to a, a place first in person, be fit for the correct things. If you don't, if they don't have what you want, or they are a little too pricey, and you want to look for a better deal, then make sure you walk out of there with the information written down, so you can go online and track things. And there are a ton. Of things online when you go go to places. I mean, I just typed in cross country ski packages, and I have um, one of about one million results here. Uh, I'm going to take the first one that I I see first, which is cross country skis for cheap. And um, let's see what that pulls up. Oh, it's pulling up this next tag type thing, and that's not going to work for... Oh, actually, it will work for us. The first thing that comes up for us there is the L.L. Bean Discovery Positrack Ski. And this set goes for $149. Let's see what it it entails in it. And according to this um, ski package, L.L. Bean says that it comes with, of course, the skis. Um... It says they're designed for 30% in-track and 70% out-of-track skiing, rolling hills, and trail breaking. Again, bearing in mind what you're going to be using your skis for. If you're just going to be um, cruising the, the old um, uh, what's the word I want? Sorry, um, golf courses. You know that's pretty rolling. Again, the next thing here says it's best for the beginner to the intermediate skier. They are shorter and wider than traditional skis for excellent stability and control. They come with um, the poles here, let's see, they have um, the different sizes that they come in with and let's see if we can find um, what else they come up with here. This one isn't as easy to read as some of the other ones, let's go under more details and. Shorter wider skis, fiberglass cap with a wood core, which is light yet strong, made exclusively for LLB by Rosignal. And they are side cut. And I would have to look at what that actually means because I'm not sure. And I'm looking at this and it doesn't tell me whether they come with the bindings or not. So that would be one thing that you would need, you'd really need to look at. Um, when you're getting things. Again as we were saying before that you need the bindings, the ski, the poles, and the boots. And um, these definitely do not come with boots. Um, <clears throat> let's see what else we can find here when we go back. as uh, yes, My window won't close on me here. Then we have, let's go to a different place and that's the through REI. And they look to be about the same here. Um, they say Rossignol Attraction 2 NIS Positraction Country Skis. They're listed as at 119. Um, and again, looking at what they come up with, this looks like they only come up with the skis. And there's no poles doesn't look like there's bindings with this either. Now I know that both um, L.L. Bean and REI have um, websites that include basic ski packages. And sometimes just going to their sites you'll get a better idea than what um, the internet um, is bringing up under like a ski set. And they do go through when you're looking at things and they go by by brand and seller. Some of the other sellers out there are backcountry TheHouse.com, SkiEssentials.com, Paragon Sports. The other place to go through would be Campmore.com. They have a lot of outdoor things um, too and have some decent deals. So when you look, again, to recap, if you're looking at going out and cross-country skiing, um, it can be relatively cheap when you think of the overall expenditure for the money. Just bear in mind that you have the outerwear to begin with. When you're looking for the skis themselves, you want to have skis with bindings, with boots, with poles. You want to look at what you're going to be using them for. There are skis specifically made for the intermediate to the beginner, and then there are skis meant for um, the much more, um, I don't want to say professional, but much more um, gifted skier, much more experienced skier out there. So to keep all that in mind. And again, as in with any winter sport, Make sure that you're dressing in layers, that you're dressing appropriately, that you have hat, you have the mittens, you have the the long underwear, you're dressing in layers to keep warm. That's all I have for you today. If you'd like to get a hold of me for questions on um, cross-country skiing or the snowshoeing or anything else that you think might be um, of benefit to the show and for me to address, get a hold of me at the BadgerCast line at 262 649-8550 and you can email me at mwpjulie at gmail.com Have a great night.